This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Tuesday, August the 10th, 2021. It is just after 5 o'clock in the afternoon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. This message entitled, Surrender Novena, Day 3. Surrender Novena, Day 3. First of all, you know, I want to ask you a question. What does the word surrender mean? What does it mean to surrender? It means to stop fighting, right? It means to, to, to give up, basically. Stop fighting. Well, who in this novena are we, or what are we to stop fighting? We're to stop fighting God's will. We're to stop fighting Jesus. We're surrendering to Jesus. Why? Because God knows what's best for us. He has a plan for us. That's the whole point of this novena. As a quick recap, in the 1960s, Jesus appeared to an Italian priest, Father Dolindo Rotulo, who of course, as mentioned in the last few weeks, was in fact the spiritual director for who we now refer to as St. Padre Pio. The whole point of this surrender novena is to let go. Let Jesus take care of everything. And the more we surrender, the more we receive. I'm going to just refresh your mind on day one, where Jesus says, leave the, leave the care of your affairs to me, and everything will be peaceful. I say to you in truth, that every act of true, blind, complete surrender to me produces the effect that you desire and resolves all difficult situations. That in and of itself, I've been trying each day that those words are replaying in my mind as I'm practicing this novena. And, and really, the Lord is challenging me to hopefully, by His grace, master this novena. And those words continually are replaying in my head and in my heart. And I hope they do for you too. Because they're liberating. The word surrender means to give up. We are giving up to God's merciful will. We cannot beat God's will. God's will is its the most powerful force in the world. I wasn't planning on reading this from the Diary of Divine Mercy, but I think it's imperative that I do at this moment. You know, this would have been December of 1935. So kind of to refresh real quickly on this. What is divine mercy? The diary of divine mercy is when Jesus appeared to St. Faustina in Poland from 1925 to 1938. A 700-page diary is written at the request of Jesus. For who? For all of us. These words are for all of us. And what we hear in the Surrender Novena, which I just referenced, which was given from Jesus to Father Delindo Bertullo in the 1960s is fully approved by the church. The divine mercy apparitions fully approved, fully approved by the church, meaning the Catholic church. I wouldn't discuss it if it wasn't. The divine mercy apparitions in the surrender novena, there's such harmony with the words, the phraseology. Listen to what Jesus says in December of 1935. Jesus says, do not fear anything. I am with you. 
These matters are in my hands and I will bring them to fruition according to my mercy for nothing can oppose my will. Amen. See, God's will is the most powerful force in the world. And what we're finding out in this Serena Novena and the Diary of Divine Mercy is that if we want to be happy, if we want to have peace, if we want to have joy in our lives, surrender to God's merciful will. That's what this is all about. So as we take a look at the, the broader view of this podcast, of the book, remember the whole point is to what? Make people happy. This is the key to happiness, doing what God wants, doing God's merciful will, submitting. I'm going to go back to the Psalms for just a brief moment. The Psalms, of course, are written before Jesus came to the earth as, as the Son of God. Of course, Jesus existed uh, for all eternity as God the Son, as the Son of God. But I'm referring to the fact of uh, the, when Jesus comes to the earth, being born in Bethlehem, the Psalms are written, of course, hundreds of years before that. It is often attributed that King David, St. David, is credited with writing the majority of the Psalms, especially the earlier Psalms, up until I believe it was around around 70, Psalm 77. I'm not exact on that. But in any event, Psalm 40, it would be most, a lot of folks would believe that King David wrote this Psalm. Now, if he didn't, that's okay. If he did, that's fantastic. I, I think it would be safe to attribute that. And I, again, I think most theolo- theolo- theologians attribute King David to writing Psalm 40, if I can isolate that for just a moment. And I want you to hear this. I would like you to hear this. Why? Because this is all about doing God's will, which is which in a word is what? Obedience obedience. So Psalm 40, it's entitled Gratitude and Prayer for Help. The psalmist, most likely King David, writes, I waited, waited for the Lord who bent down and heard my cry, drew me out of the pit of destruction, out of the mud of the swamp, set my feet upon rock, steadied my steps, and put a new song in my mouth, a hymn to our God. Many shall look on in awe and they shall trust in the Lord. Happy those whose trust is the Lord, who turn not to idolatry, or to those who stray after falsehood. How numerous, O Lord, my God. You have made your wondrous deeds, and in your plans for us, there is none equal to you. Should I wish to declare them or tell them, Too many are they to recount. Sacrifice and offering you do not want, but ears open to obedience. You gave me holocausts and sin offerings you do not require. So I said, here I am. Your commands for me are written in the scroll. To do your will is my delight. My God, your law is in my heart. I announced your deed to a great assembly. I did not restrain my lips. You, Lord, are my witness. Your deed I did not hide within my heart. Your loyal deliverance I have proclaimed. I made no secret of your enduring kindness to a great assembly. Amen. That's the first half of Psalm 40. We're going to stop right there. That will be verses 1 through 11.
Let's highlight verse 5. Happy are those whose trust is the Lord. We're finding out that's the key to happiness. Obedience, doing God's will. We find out in the diary of divine mercy, as I've mentioned many times, Jesus says when we submit to God's will, God pours a sea of blessings upon us. Good things, all the good things we could possibly want and desire. What do we have to do? Say yes to God. Surrender to his will. Do what our Lord wants. I'm going to go back to the diary of divine mercy. Diary notation if you're following along. 894. January 23rd, 1937. St. Faustina writes, I did not feel like writing today. Then I heard a voice in my soul. Jesus says, my daughter, you do not live for yourself, but for souls right for their benefit. You know that my will as to your writing has been confirmed many times by your confessors. You know what is pleasing to me. And if you have any doubts about what I am saying, you also know whom you are to ask. I grant him light to pronounce judgment on my case. My eye watches over him. My daughter, you ought to be like a child towards him, full of simplicity and candor. Put his judgment above all my demands. He will guide you according to my will. If he doesn't allow you to carry out my demands, be at peace. I will not judge the matter, but it will remain between me and him. You are to be obedient. In the previous verse, Jesus says, My daughter, know that you give me greater glory by a single act of obedience than by long prayers and mortifications. Amen. Let's highlight that for just a moment. Greater glory by a single act of obedience than by long prayers and mortifications. How many times I've been in that position many times where I've equated long prayers and mortifications with giving glory to God. And there is value in that if and only if that's what God wants, if that's God's will. See, God's will must be the priority. And what Jesus is saying that a single act of obedience, which how do we be most obedient to Jesus? We surrender to his will. A single act of obedience is more valuable than long prayers and mortification. So let us focus on this obedience today as we get ready to practice the Surrender Novena Day 3 live in just a few moments. Diary Notation 904, the Diary of Divine Mercy. Jesus says this, My daughter, you give me most glory by patiently submitting to my will. And you win for yourself greater merit than that which any fast or mortification could ever gain for you. Know, my daughter, that if you submit your will to mine, you draw upon yourself my special delight. This sacrifice is pleasing to me and full of sweetness. I take great pleasure in it. There is power in it. Amen. How many times do we or do we know someone I've been, I've done this myself and I've seen other people do it where they just, or I just 
make all these sacrifices, and I do all these things. I spend, or I've been my time sometimes would be where I would maybe spend a lot of time in prayer, which is again is fantastic if that's God's plan. But sometimes maybe I would be spending so much time in prayer, I wouldn't be doing what the Lord actually wanted me to do. Have you ever felt that way? Where I'll see people that they're making these great fasts and they're doing all these these great sacrifices. And they feel as though that they're being tortured in a way. Well, I wonder sometimes, and I don't know, that's between them and that's an almighty God. Were they doing what God wanted? Or were they just speculating as to what God wanted and they thought, well, this is what I should do. And they make all these great sacrifices. And if it's not pleasing to God, as we find out in this diary, those types of sacrifices that are not in, accord, in accordance with God's will are actually more detrimental. They're more harmful than helpful. So the key, the absolute key, is surrendering to God's will. We're going to get into that in just a moment here in day three. Allow me to read from the diary Diary notation 1578. You know, so many times, this is this is a, a I've used the phrase before, and I'm I'm sure I'm not the original person that made this up, but there are certain things that are so simple. But just because something's simple, it doesn't mean it's easy. Easy and simple are not synonyms. Many times something can be very simplistic, but it can be so hard to practice. We can complicate it. These words that our Lord says are so simplistic, but it takes a special grace from Jesus and an act of the will from ourselves in order to benefit from what I'm about to read from this diary. This is diary notation 1578. Let me see if I can gather a date for you. This looks like, this is towards the latter part of the diary. That's why I'm, I'm curious. This looks like February of 1938. So St. Faustina passes away in October of 1938. So this is towards the latter part of her life, her earthly life. Jesus, and there's so many diary notations over the last year. It's, you can see that the, the uh, frequency really picking up between the conversations between Jesus and St. Faustina. Uh, obviously, our Lord knows that her earthly life is coming to an end, and this mission of writing is coming to an end. St. Faustina writes, of course, Jesus is telling her to write these words. Let souls who are striving for protect... Pardon me, begin this again. Jesus says, let souls who are striving for perfection particularly adore my mercy, because the abundance of graces which I grant them flows from my mercy. I desire that these, these souls distinguish themselves by boundless trust in my mercy. I myself will attend to the sanctification of such souls. I will provide them with everything they need to attain sanctity. The graces of my mercy are drawn by means of one vessel only. And that is trust. The more a soul trusts, the more it will receive. Let's stop right there. There's a few more sentences, but I think it would I think it makes sense to, to, to just hone in on that. Remember these words. Jesus is saying the more a soul trusts, the more we trust, the more you trust, the more I trust, the more we will receive. 
we do find out in this diary that there are times where Jesus is placing his generosity upon the, the, the dependence of St. Faustina, her ability to trust. And he's saying to her, yes, the more that you trust, the more you're going to receive. We've every reason to believe that that promise is extended to, well, here it is extended to us, clearly. The more soul trust, the more we'll receive. That's, that's you, that's me, that's all of us. That's why I say, simple, very simple to understand that. Very simple to read those words. But it can be a challenge to practice that. And that's where, that's where we're going right now. So I'm going to read one more diary notation. Now, I will say this. I was about to close on that. And then actually, right when I was doing my prep work, the diary fell from the armchair on my couch. I got, I got very upset. I, I, I felt upset that the diary, this holy book, had dropped. And I apologized to the Lord for my carelessness. But interestingly enough, in the Lord's goodness, the page was opened to diary notation 576. Now, I didn't tell you this yet, but I had wondered. I knew there was somewhere in this diary. I knew there was somewhere in this diary where Jesus makes a claim about the value of one act of love. Just one act of love. I didn't know where it was. When I picked up the diary after I accidentally dropped it from the armchair of my couch, where do you think, where do you, oh, it's a seven, this is a 700 page diary. As I open up the diary, what reading do you think was looking right back at me? The very one that I had wondered about where it was in the diary. Was it an accident, a coincidence? Personally, if you were to ask me, what do I feel? I feel it was exactly what Jesus wanted me to read. So that's why I feel compelled to read this, to close the reading, and then move right into our practice of the Surrender Novena Day 3. Let's see if I can gather a date quickly here. I did see this earlier. You know what? This is actually, I believe this is Christmas Day or Christmas night, 1935. Jesus says, my daughter, love has brought me here and love keeps me here. My daughter, if you knew what great merit and reward is earned by one act of Pure love for me. You would die of joy. I am saying this, that you may constantly unite yourself with me through love. For this is the goal of the life of your soul. This act is an act of the will. Know that a pure soul is humble. When you lower and empty yourself before my majesty, I then pursue you with my graces and make use of my omnipotence to exalt you. Amen. That's exactly what we're going to do right now. That is exactly what the Surrender Novena is. We are lowering and emptying ourselves before the majesty of Almighty God, before the majesty of Jesus Christ. And what's Jesus saying? When we do that, we're saying, Lord, you know what's best. You know what's best. You have the best for me. When we lower and empty ourselves before God's majesty, recognizing that we are, yes, surrendering, that we can't fight God's will and win. We, will, we, we have to surrender. We are giving, we are giving up. We are white, waving the white flag, so to speak, 
to the one who's holy, to the one who's generous, to the one who gives, to the one who can do anything, to the one who loves us the most, to the one who blesses us. Almighty God, Jesus Christ, we're surrendering. We're giving up the fight to stop fighting God's will. That is humility. That is the true sense of humility, as we find it in this diary, is that doing God's will. That is humility. That is being humble. It said in this diary that a humble soul does not trust itself, but rather places all of its confidence in God. That's what we're going to do right now. Surrender Novena, day three. Be prepared. Be prepared, folks, by the, by the grace of Jesus Christ to be exalted as Jesus promises. Please join us for the Surrender Novena, day three. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Surrender Novena, day three. Let us begin with a prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mother, I am yours now and forever through you and with you. I always want to belong completely to Jesus. Amen. Surrender Novena Day 3. Lord Jesus, with your grace, I do recall your words aloud. How many things I do in the soul and so much spiritual and material need turns to me, looks at me and says, you take care of it. Then closes its eyes and rests. In pain, you pray for me to act, but that I act in the way you want. You do not turn to me. Instead, you want me to adapt to your ideas. You are not sick people who ask the doctor to cure you, but rather sick people who tell the doctor how to. So do not act this way, but pray as I taught you in the Our Father. Hallowed be thy name. That is, be glorified in my need. Thy kingdom come. That is, let all that is in us and in the world be in accord with your kingdom. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is, in our need, decide as you see fit for our temporal and eternal life. If you say to me truly, thy will be done, which is the same as saying, you take care of it. I will intervene with all my omnipotence. And I will resolve the most difficult situations. O oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. O oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. O oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. O oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. 
take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Amen. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. And we place our trust in you. And we surrender to you. Lord Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks be to God. Amen. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening, supporting, and sharing the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.